0: This time, I know not the mind probe, episode number eighty two. You take the Who Road.
1: Welcome. Too. oh no not the mine because oh, no. it's the north and santa's up there. very good Prob- probably probably folks i don't want to confirm or deny that like whatever your thing is if you believe there's a santa up there then then he's there if not then it's just an old person in the snow
0: i believe in muhammad the okay. sansara and santa i uh-huh. I, the, I feel like those three do they live over. together you know, yeah, in a, yeah, in an apartment yeah, but, in an apartment yeah. in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. But also, I believe in them, but I'm agnostic about all of them. Somehow, okay. I don't know. Somehow. Yeah.
1: I think I think they live together, and it's like a remake of the facts of life. Okay. With, with yeah, and I, I, I think like that, that. Movie, I would watch that. I would watch Who's it. Who's Tootie Buddha? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, <laughs> that's folks. That's probably a lot of offensiveness just in that <laughs> <laughs> packed into that little thirty second, thirty second scrap of information. Let's just say we respect. No, let's not say that. No, you do not <laughs> want to go this far. <laughs> let's, uh, look, let's just say we respect the facts of life. Okay, folks, we respect hey, the TV it's show. A sacred, the please. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mrs. Gary, our, our savior. This is, yes, it's going to oh, pull yes.
1: together. It's a, it's a, it's a spinoff. Hmm. It's actually it's a spinoff of uh, Different Strokes, uh, yes. The Housekeeper. Yeah, so just bear that in mind because that might come back later <gasps> in this episode. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. yeah. And now everybody's going to be like, I'm just going to fast forward to that part where that comes back. <laughs> but you won't know where it's going to be. Yeah, but they just, just have it. chat GPT. They can just transcribe yeah, it. Yeah, what happened? Ooh, are you going to use that on this? Well, um, whatever they're going to do, they're going to find it in this podcast, which is what this is, uh, where we watch and rank every single Doctor Who episode ever, ever. That ever. is that is the mind probe guarantee. Uh, I'm John Grant. Um, I guarantee nothing. Uh, I'm not the, the mind probe is a limited liability corporation. And so Porter and I have, the, we have, we have got a liability shield that is airtight. Uh, if we don't get through all these, um, but, uh, I've been watching Dr. Who for 38 years. So yeah, you, know, you can put that in your
0: pipe and smoke it there, America. Uh- that started to sound that like like no reproduction of this is without express written consent of Major League Baseball.
1: Yeah, actually, so uh, for a lot of mine probe stuff, you do need express written consent of Major League Baseball. That was a weird <laughs> writer in Porter's contract. Yeah, I just
0: I, they act as my de facto sort of PR.
1: And then they keep being like, "Why are you calling us?" And we're like, "I just can you just write it down in an email?" And oh, okay, I like what they they do it too. They'd be like, oh, "Okay, oh, sure, sure." <laughs>
0: Well, my name is Porter Mason. Yeah. Uh, John asked me to watch Doctor Who for 26 years. I finally said yes. Here uh, we go. We, on this podcast, look at two stories from Doctor Who. We take, we're going through the the new series in order right from 2005. Is that right? 2005, right? Straight on through. We're in about 2013 right now. And we go through those in order. Then, for each one of those episodes, Doctor Who, I mean, John... <laughs> oh god that's well, the there you greatest go. moment I, of my life i've been <laughs> waiting for that <laughs> for
1: 38 years for somebody yeah, to finally I'm see it i'm a stick john
0: for <laughs> dr who john, our dr <laughs> <Doctor> who sommelier there's <laughs> the the new who story with the classic story
1: <sighs> i do it's, we're a little punchy <laughs> here, folks. <laughs> I'm William Conrad. I'm William. <laughs> <laughs> Please <laughs> Google
0: uh, MST3K Fridge Alert, William Conrad. Yes. I think we talked
1: about that in an earlier episode of this. Yeah, so just go have. back to an earlier pod. Uh, we, um, you know, we are well, going to tell you what's in. Well, on. you're
0: telling us what episodes <laughs> we're going to watch. I'm going <laughs> to find fine. which MST3K episode that is, and you, you tell us what we're watching.
1: All right, we're going to watch Doctor Who. We're going to watch me uh, on <laughs> the screen now. <laughs> we are we are headed to the north. The, uh, that wasn't right. The, the, that was a southerners saying the, the north we're heading to the north so mm-hmm. we are going to the north uh as again i explained if you if you if you stay up with all of the yeah with all of the episodes you would know from the last episode but maybe i maybe don't listen to the to the tag at the end of our episodes so i'll, I'll re-explain again when i was putting this this uh, whole yeah. schedule together. Yeah. Uh, it was, I did it all one, all at once, basically from memory. One just Coke fueled evening <laughs> <laughs> and just post-it notes on the wall and stuff like that. Oh, it's Porter drinks a Diet Coke. It's like mm. a little branding thing. And so I, in my head thought the Crimson Horror took place in Scotland. Fair. So then I paired it with the Highlanders, which does, it definitely takes place in scotland yeah. upon review uh upon review of yeah, the Crimson Horror, the opposing horror,
0: coach threw that little flag <laughs> yeah. we had to and
1: then they and so we had to look at yeah. the tape we looked at it it turns out the crimson horror is not set in scotland but just northern england so it's yeah. still up it's there i it's mean up. It's, it's up yeah. yeah so i think we're just we're gonna go with that so it's a we're celebrating the north anything anything north of london here uh, is going to count. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, that's the Crimson Horror with Matt Smith, uh, uh, Jenna Coleman, uh, and the return of the exciting the Paternoster gang, Jenny Vastra and Strax, uh, basically getting their own little, little episode here. And we've paired that, as I just said, uh, with the Highlanders. Patrick Troughton as the second doctor in his second, only his second story. Oh uh, And uh, Ben Polly uh, and the uh, pierced appearance of one of Porter's favorites, Jamie. Hey. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, we are
0: going to recap these shows, but I do want to speak to some details from earlier. If you tune in to MST3K mm-hmm. 420, mm. and this aired in 1992, uh, the day after Christmas actually aired, mm. the Human Duplicators. Uh, oh, that man. is mm-hmm. the episode where you can see the Fridge Alert. Richard <laughs> Keel, if you remember Jaws from Bond, he is in this. It's mm. a great episode. Um, we also should
1: definitely do an mst 3 k podcast. <laughs> Whoa, Hugh- we'd be doing a podcast talking about people talking about yeah. movies. Yeah. Wow. Hugh Beaumont also in them. It's, it's, it's a great oh, episode. Oh, yeah, of the dad from uh, Leave It no Now, to- admittedly, mm-hmm. I am... Hmm.
0: So, mst 3 k if I can have a brief sidebar here, on uh, Mystery <laughs> yeah. Science Theater 3000, was such a hugely important show to my youth. And here's what it provided for me. It provided in some ways an entire sense of humor that like i feel like i built off the many ways that they joked about things in there but what it also provided me just as importantly was as like an eight-year-old it was like who who didn't go out and 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 a and a, and a middle schooler who didn't like have any friends and go out and do stuff it was like here's a two-hour block of tv that you can watch mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. have something to do on a friday and saturday night and so i watched so much ms 3k but then as an adult, they started making more mystery science theater, and I was so excited and then realized, oh, I don't have two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have like scores and dozens of hours to watch this. So I don't know. One day when I'm like 90, 100 years old, and everyone mm-hmm. I know has died, which I assume I'll outlive all of us. Yeah. Yeah. You'll bury us all. <laughs> then I would love to get the MST3K streaming service and just run through these. But so I, you know, I don't favor it over. A healthy family life—that's the
1: only thing. But at the yeah. time when I didn't have a healthy family and social life, sure. it was great. It was amazing. Yeah. So I, I, um, so they we can at some point maybe we should uh, so Rift Tracks, which is yeah. one of the successors. There's a lot of different yes. ones out there. They watch more, but they they have done the Five Doctors, which we're coming up on, no. uh, and they have done Doctor Who and the Daleks, which is one of the movies, the Peter Cushing movies. So they have they've they've hit a couple who's and, and a loving, loving uh, take on Dr. Maybe Hill. when
0: we do those episodes, I will get those riff tracks. Get those yeah, riff tracks out
1: there. Hmm. All right. But anyway, All right. sidebar done. Yeah. Back the judge to- said he'll allow it. So. <laughs> back to back to whatever this podcast is. Benson, I think. We I think Benson, Benson, Benson yeah. podcast. Yeah. OK, good.
0: So Benson season seven, episode 11, <laughs> uh, the Crimson Horror. <laughs> <laughs> We mentioned this is kind of a kind of a Doctor and Clara Light episode. Yeah,
1: they don't show up until 15, 20 minutes in.
0: I think. It is story number two hundred thirty-seven. Uh, mm-hmm. It aired on the fourth of May, two thousand and thirteen. We have a little clip right here. We'll Let's go. No one, we're not escaping.
1: We got help for Doctor Clara. Next door. What now, madam? We could lay my mat cluster bite Strax! Or dig trenches, and fill them with acid! Strax! You're not very excited. Have you been <laughs> eating this jelly Sherbet fancies again? No. Go outside and wait for me until I call for you. Go, <laughs> Madam! Go! I'm gonna go my grenades.
0: Okay. I think she's about done. I
1: know. Who do you think she is, but she isn't?
0: She can't be. I was right then. You and Clara have unfinished
1: business. <laughs> Hello, hey. stranger. Huh?
0: Mm. Uh,
1: Doctor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Hi. What's going on? Oh, I know I love this trouble Now now. <laughs> She's a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> She's a lizard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I probably missed stuff here, but I'll uh, the, the basics are, yes, we have the gang. What did you call them? The,
1: the pattern? The, they uh, I don't know. Poet Pattern gang. So they live on Pattern row, I believe is the, is the house. And so this is I, th- I think I don't know when they're called this on screen or if they ever are. But Stephen Moffat dubbed them the because the we so, met them before for yes, um, for Clara's kind of yeah yeah the, the yeah the the victorian era one uh the snow the snowman
0: snowman so we have a Silurian
1: mm-hmm.
0: her wife who's Jenny. human she's just she's just boring she she's just, just- but she's a lesbian. She's
1: the most exciting of all. <laughs> she's she's good with a sword, right? She's a, fighter, a little no, fighter. No, no, she's great. I just nice. meant
0: she's not an alien. Yeah. yeah. She's human, and then we have a Centauran who's acting as their butler, but yep. like that's kind of their team. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they're this sort of little gang of detectives, and they're very, it's very light and comic relief-y. So, what's what's going on here is they're investigating a bunch of people are dying of what's being called the Crimson Horror. By the way, you know, we got, like, Covid nineteen, like the crimson horror, is a yeah. much better description yeah. of a fun plague. Uh, Things I, I are
1: horror. We should. Really, uh, I mean, I, I get it. I get what. But you know, it feels like Trump would have called it the China horror if he thought of it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so right. So people are like showing up dead, bright red skin. Right, right. And the one of the victims that they investigate, uh, they're able to look in his retina. I guess mm-hmm. you can retain. The or or it's said that someone can retain the image of the last thing they saw in their retina. The doctor talks talks about this later in the episode and adds a kind of a scientific mumbo. It's something to
1: do. It's not normal, but something to do with whatever is happening in this situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they are interested in that, (laughs) (laughs) and we look what we get into now. uh, One of these, it's called Sweetville, and this is a this is a thing that was active. I guess in the UK, I certainly knew it was in America for about different parts of a hundred years. I guess it still is in a way now, but there'll there'll be these little isolated communities, these utopian villages. In my mind, this sticks in um, right around the turn of the century, which is when this is set, where there there started to be these little communities. uh, Again, I know more about them in America. I don't know much about them, but I know that they exist in America around the turn of the century where, yeah, I don't know. Like we're sort of, Starting into the industrial revolution, things and people just decided, like, you know what? We think we got it. We're going <laughs> off by ourselves. We're buying some land. We're gonna solve this thing. Yep. So this is one of these. It, it's it's called Sweetville. And they always had fun names. Mm-hmm. Sweetville. They would just have rules about living. And they'd say, yeah, "Very Victorian ones. Come with us, and we'll have rules. And if you follow them, you'll go to heaven, or yep. you'll whatever it is. Like you know, great
1: rules. No, no you know, no gays wandering around doing no, gay stuff. No, and no. no Don't uh, yeah, yep, yep. And just you know, just happy, happy, happy people. Although in this case, in glass yeah. jars. <laughs> uh, my favorite,
0: the Shakers, mm-hmm. an Amer- mm-hmm. American utopian community. Just hey, they said hey." Work is really important. Let's all get together, make beautiful furniture mm-hmm. and never have sex mm-hmm. and never have babies. The Shakers died out, <laughs> <laughs> but they are a fascinating community be. They've recruited <clears throat> tons of people to get together and make furniture and not have sex. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. And you... You wonder if at some point, uh, you know, someone in one of the meetings was like, "Hey, so I'm I'm doing the math here, <laughs> yeah. and I I see a flaw. I feel like this is really going to come to a head in, in thirty years. But you know, <laughs> I just like all these
0: like sexually frustrated people who are going got to make another chair, <laughs> chair <that'd be> perfect. <laughs> anyway, this yeah. episode sadly not about the shakers, but, no, um, no, but no. there's a wonderful documentary about them. So. <clears throat> Okay, we they find the doctor. He has the red, the crimson horror. He's all red. It's all red, and they're able to reverse it. He kind of talks them through it and like put me over there and do this thing, and then they reverse it. And they say that he and he says, "Me and Clara were investigating this too. They had gotten inside, but they they said they were going to be preserved to survive an apocalypse." That that's that's what the crimson horror is essentially is like mm-hmm. pickling them kind of, and but it didn't work on the doctor. And then we find Clara and reverse this process. This little flashback series where they showed this happened very like quickly, sepia
1: toned, and uh. yeah.
0: And then when they got to the end of it, when they cut to them just being in the cult, it, it, actually shades of our last episode where uh, the Doctor uh, in Invasion of Time. Invasion of Time? Is that what it was called? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. The, the Where the doctor had this grand plan of like, I'm going to be the president and threw in everything for this minor, for this other thing. This is what it, this felt like, it's like, yeah, we're just going to go into the cult and just do everything they say for a hundred years, but that's how we're going to get them. It's like, okay. <laughs> anyway. So Madame Vastra realizes that what they're doing at Sweetville is using the venom of a leech from the Silurian area era, so that's exciting. got a little prehistoric leech running around, and the 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 deal is is that the the leader of Sweetville, Mrs.
1: Gillyflower mm-hmm. is you know she's mad with power as 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 I the like VR. to do. Played played by the great Diana Rig, Dame Diana Rigg of of the of uh, the Avengers fame, and she's been in she's enjoying Indian. herself. I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, she seems to be having a very good time. <laughs>
0: Well, she is going to do is launch a rocket and spread poison all over the earth, and everyone's going to mm-hmm. die, except mm-hmm. everyone in Sweetville, mm-hmm. uh, who I guess will have the leech, you know, whatever. I don't know. They'll have that stuff in them. Leech and stuff, and they're them. they're all under glass, right? They're all being preserved until oh, all yeah, those poison yeah, right, right, things right, right.
1: get them. I guess, yeah. It
0: was cute. I like I like how some of them are like sitting at a table inside yeah. a glass. <laughs> Okay, so they – oh, and, and sh- her daughter is there, and she's been, like, running experiments on her. And, yeah, the daughter's you know.
1: blinded. I can't remember – how did the daughter get blinded, I guess, before or something? And, but, yes, the daughter's not perfect, and so she's basically being lied to. How does how does Mrs. Gillyflower – how has
0: she built a rocket that's going to launch something all over Earth? I is, don't that? Know, is Mr.
1: Sweet making her smarter in some way? So mm-hmm. it's a little, it's a, it's yeah, a little prehistoric leaf, parasite leechy yeah, guy. But his name
0: is Mr. Sweet. Yeah, He's right? so cute. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. She's—I mean, it was—it's—it's. It's, I think it sort of is that—it's um, that Victorian steampunk uh, sci-fi yeah. thing, right? It's like, oh yeah. yeah, they could have done it. The Victorians, if we give them a little, little, little mojo there, they could have done it. They could have built this stuff yeah. and could have rampaged around and done stuff. Well, like anyway,
0: uh, and then she threatens her daughter. They eventually take her into uh, into custody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, they, sorry. They launched the rocket, but they had already removed all the poison from yeah, it. Yeah, Jenny
1: and, and Bastard had done that. And then Strax basically shoots the her. That
0: doesn't kill her, but then she falls off the roof. Yeah. And then uh, there's a nice little moment <laughs> where, where the doctor's like, well, I guess we could take this leech back in time, you know, because it's just like, it's just a leech. It's just yeah, like it's a just regular its leech. Thing. Yeah, right. it's not. Uh, yeah. That in its time would have just been that. He's like, yeah, we'll take it back and put it back with its. Friends, that she takes a cane and
1: smashes it, <laughs> uh, the,
0: the the daughter, Mrs. Gillyflower's daughter.
1: And the doctor's just like, or not? Matt Smith has some funny comic timing in this one. I, I, so, and cool.
0: then again, maybe
1: more of this is coming
0: very soon. I hope so, because again, I just felt like we're really just we're speaking to, but then completely stepping around the Clara backstory. So, yeah, one. We know that they saw Clara earlier. We we saw this episode. We it was right. an episode. Yeah. And and then they speak Vastra, I think, speaks to it and says, like, aha, I knew you had a connection with Clara. Mm-hmm. But then but then they just never talk about it. Yeah. The fact yeah, he that kind she of died. It. Yeah. Now she's here. And then at the end of the episode, she's back with uh, we mentioned last podcast that yeah, she's apparently like a nanny or something. Yeah. And we're oh, back. Right. You're back with them. Yeah. They find out that she's a time traveler, which they accept very quickly. They're and like, great, this, this is, us so us is cool. awesome. Yep. <laughs> and then they come along on the TARDIS. It
1: yeah. Seems like, I guess that's yeah, next episode. I don't yeah, know. Seems like a plot device that needed to be inserted in for some reason. She. Uh, it establishes that he's bringing her back. Like, so it's clearly like they're going out on like day trips, uh, which is kind of a thing with Clara. It's a sort of a thing Moffat plays with throughout the rest of Clara's time, which is basically that she still has a life. Maybe and maybe this is his reaction to, well, I mean, I mean, but she still has a life. She has a job. We, eventually she finds out she has a job. She gets a boyfriend. She's got all this stuff going on in her life. And so she keeps coming back and forth and it gets into a little bit of living that dual life. Yeah, this is a, if you thought, hey, this little seems a little gay, this episode. Mark Gatiss, once again. <laughs> oh, Mark That would explain it. Certainly the humor in it uh, is very much Mark Gatiss. Uh, although the, the I don't, they must have been running short on time because there is that incredibly dated joke about Tom Tom that is, uh, so there's the scene where Strax is, is riding the carriage. He's lost. Uh, the horse is moving. And then he's trying to figure out where he's going, and this little kid comes up and gives him directions in a very like, you know, like a like Siri would now, but it was like, "Go down here, take a left, and then you will have arrived at your destination." Oh yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, you're a very healthy young man. What's your name?" He goes, "Thomas, Thomas." Uh, I was right, like, right, "Oh right. well, Thomas, Thomas." And it's like, "Okay, so so Tom, Tom," which was a brief period yeah. of, where you could have a, a driver you know the, the garmin the, and tom yeah, tom exactly or the, your yeah. your gps system in your car um but it's like a it's like a three minute segment where they like <laughs> to just to tell this joke that doesn't really advance the plot or have anything to do with it it's a very weird moment i can't tell it, it, someone must have come up with that joke and really loved it you get um it also has the very good uh, it's got the very um it's that sort of Victorian Gothic fictiony thing of that, like really grotesque uh, storyline. Right. I mean, the the bright red people and Mr. Sweet and it's in the, the steampunk. And it, it, it's a very, um, it, it does, it is very much a, a particular genre, right. Of like, and it fits with the pattern gang like sort of the, one of the running jokes of it is like, you know, that period in London of like, you know, sort of Conan Doyle and Sherlock Holmes. And it was like, all these outlandish things just happened there. Cause London was just this crazy city. And so, yeah, she's a lizard woman. And they're always like, ah, you must have some real weird deformity that makes you look like a lizard, but they're like, okay. <laughs> like, I mean, right, sort of right. an acceptance of it. So that's what's going on here. It gives it a very interesting jump, but um yeah, the most, I think extraordinary thing about this one is that, yeah, the first 15, 20 minutes is really a pattern. Oster gang mystery. Right, it is the it's the group of them in their house, and they're solving crime. They get people come to them, and and they get the they have the running joke of the guy who keeps fainting every time he runs into them, or something like that. Uh, and um, you know, it's kind of like it is a bit Doctor Light, but then it's also kind of like, oh, what an interesting like if you if this were another series it'd be a backdoor pilot right (laughs) right i
0: was gonna say did they ever have a sarah jane chronicles type thing do they ever no that's just
1: started and torchwood torchwood is sort of set up right in the series although the the, the jack captain jack bit of it well yeah uh but yeah all of that is a um never quite uh, you know full it but yeah this is the closest you would get to an actual backdoor pilot which for folks for folks not in the biz uh a backdoor pilot is when you uh, and you see this is used to be more common i still see it it's just the good doctor just had one uh but uh, it's where um you know they basically in the in the regular run of a series they do an episode that usually involves your the characters but also introduces a whole new set of characters and sort of focuses on them and they uh, if that dynamic were great they would it would end up becoming a, you know they sort of are testing it's a test run and they're like but oh is people we that... really like this series and they they then decide okay we could we could spin this off and is that series.
0: what you think this you think they were of like hey maybe this I is a thing so.
1: the, uh, I don't think so so there is so... a spin
0: off but it's so um I don't know. It's just so noticeable, and they're so kind of iconic looking. Like, yeah, they seem ready to be their own thing. And from reading on Wikipedia, it looks like they've had some, you know, webisodes and stuff like that. They
1: had some webisodes. The Big Finish, of course, has done a spin-off series of them, but they do that for everybody. Can
0: I ask you something about The Big Finish? <laughs> are there just, like, thousands of people working on The Big Finish constantly? <laughs> like, it feels as though there are over 17 million Big Finish stories.
1: Yeah, I don't quite... I, 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 um, I think it's a pretty lean operation in terms of... Uh, because I think it's just sort of contracting a you know, writer's... And of course, a lot of people, I, I mean, I don't know how much money they actually get as a writer, but I think a lot of people are just like, oh, I just want to write Doctor Who, and, and I can do that. And I get Tom Baker will read my words. Like, I mean, <laughs> I think they don't have to. Right. Uh, and then I think they they contract with the actors, of course.
0: But it's just so prolific. There's so many stories. Yeah, but it
1: only the thing is, it only takes like a day to yeah. to do an hour and a half, right? I mean, because they they just rock up, or actually now they all f- uh, record from their homes. In some cases, they just they right. all and um. So you just you just got the script in front of you, and you just kind of roll through it, and then they throw on some sound effects and music. Um. So yes, it is very prolific. There are many many spin-offs. It's gonna be interesting to see what's about to happen because. Uh, well, we'll talk about this in a bit. Um, anyway, but yes, uh, I so I I have to wonder. I have to think Stephen Moffat did consider a spinoff for them, uh, and I don't know if he just didn't have time or or what. Um, I mean, obviously, I feel like
0: if you're them, if you're the actors playing them, you're yeah. like,
1: oh boy, this is, <laughs> something's this happening, is happen, everybody. <laughs> yeah, but yes, no, it's a it's a it's a it's a good one. Are we going
0: to start to find out more about Clara soon?
1: yeah i mean um well we'll find out the whole answer in like two episodes so (laughs) oh okay all right great all right
0: well let's move on to the classic episode we are going to take a look at the highlanders season four story four, only the 31st of 300 doctor who stories ever number 31 a four-parter it aired over christmas the 17th of december 1966 through the 7th of January 1967 excuse me and um, this is the second doctor and we have Ben and what's her name
1: uh, Polly. Polly
0: yeah we have Ben and Polly but then we have the introduction of Jamie uh and yes you say that I like Jamie Jamie's a very popular companion not just with with me and the longest serving second doctor I mean he's there for the rest of the second doctor right <laughs> so this is fun this is uh you we'll talk about it more but only available in audio mm. uh, it looks like there are a couple of
1: screen captures but maybe not enough to really yeah do much. they got some out there and um, you know maybe it'll be animated or something one day but you know, yeah it's, it's not much of it left
0: but this is a bit of a historical epic about the scottish highland yeah we have a clip here and then we'll, we'll talk about the show
1: and talk Oh, uh,
0: pardon, I thought. to... You thought what? The, uh, the sinister... Your master is a
1: very sick man. He's gone to lie down. It's lucky for him I was called in time. For oh, great heavens, man. Your eyes. What? Your eyes. Come over here to the light. Your eyes, man. You suffer from headaches. Uh, no, I don't. Oh! <coughs> No headaches? Well, what? Oh!
0: Oh, You call me a liar? No, 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 no. Me head does ache. Of
1: course (laughs) it does. What do you expect? Me eyes? What did you find? French blindness. You read too much. Well, it's true. I'm a clerk. What must I do? You must rest then for at least an hour. But I... That is my prescription. Ignore it at your peril. No, lie down on the table. That's right. And put this over your eyes and rest them for at least an hour.
0: I love hysteria. Hysteric basically. The episode of Doctor Who that led to the formation of Monty Python. Like <laughs>
1: this, this is—I could see a direct linkage here. Patrick and having a whale of a time in this episode. <clears throat> well, so again, it's
0: only available on audio, so I, I got it off of Audible. It's available in a couple different places, but it's—it's it's both. I think you wish you could see it mm-hmm. but also it actually is such an audio story he's doing he's he that was that was the doctor mm-hmm. as
1: a german doctor Doctor yeah.
0: and he also plays a a kitchen maid a soldier
1: so, he's got he's all so one of the things apparently when he took the job track trout and said oh i'd love to be able to dress up a lot uh and so apparently they honored that here <laughs> definitely so yeah this is this
0: is a, a unique one because it's maybe or maybe not for us over here not a part of history that we know that much about but this yep. is kind of like one of the historical epics it's a big like, moment for scotland yeah the romans or, or something culloden. like that where we're, we're looking at this is shortly after the battle of culloden C- culloden. Culloden. culloden culloden i believe his highest payment the british army has just beaten back the the rebel forces of bony prince charlie mm-hmm. the Jacobites. And when they arri- they arrive, like kind of right in the middle of this war, and the Scottish troops are are retreating, yeah. And we meet Jamie, who's who's the who's the Piper, the Piper of, yeah. <laughs> of the Lord or the Laird, Colin McLaren. Uh, he's been wounded. Anyway, they think the Doctor Ben and Jamie are spies, right? Mm. Well, they they have English accents, yeah. Yeah, and there's a repeated thing the whole time, which I think is funny. That takes, I think it's Ben who takes a while to get through it. He's like, they're like, oh, the English are coming. Ben's like, great, (laughs) we're (laughs) all friends, (laughs) right? (laughs) Great. And they're like, no, no, we hate the English. It's like, it's like, oh, I'm (laughs) sorry. I he keeps getting confused by this. So, and then Polly gets away with actually Lord McLaren's daughter. They're hiding. And then there's just lots of like, there's lots of stuff going on where we're getting to know more about the Scottish Highland Wars and what's how they're living there and what's going on. There's people are being enslaved and put on ships and sold off to the colonies. Um, What year is this? Um, Uh,
1: 1745 ish, I think is something in there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, a, a bunch of stuff going on. Gosh, there's yeah, Gray, who's this kind of shady character,
1: right? So he's he's basically he's selling, he's going to sell them as slaves. Yeah the the, the prisoners, but he's got to he, you know he got to still do it legally. So they have to they basically are indentured signing, they agree, Yeah, they like agree to um to to go, and then actually they're going to, but they're gonna not be
0: that. So Ben, Ben and Jamie are on the and and the, on the, on the Larry McLaren. They don't sign. They attack. They they get off there. The doctor. And then and then here's where we have the doctor is like pretending to be a kitchen maid, the German German doctor. And then they get back together. They make up a story about. Oh, they believe that there was. I guess there's a legend about Bonnie Prince Charlie having escaped the the battle uh, dressed up as a woman. So that's one of the reasons they think at the beginning that he they're. With the prince, anyway. So they are, are captured again. Revolt happens. They get out. They anyway. The, lots of stuff happens. They're they're able to get out of here, and then they invite Jamie to come with them on the TARDIS, and he accepts. And I think Jamie's a lot of fun right from the beginning. It's so interesting that they thought of him. I I just wouldn't think of this episode and think like, oh let's have that guy for like three seasons
1: (laughs) (laughs) and it totally works, obviously, as we see later, but well, they weren't weren't going to. So apparently they, they actually filmed uh, the original, the original ending was Jamie staying, uh, and then I think they all liked him and enjoyed working with him on the show and stuff like that, and I think they made a late decision, and then they decided that Ben and Polly were going to leave soon, so they kind of made a late decision, They're like, so I think they, they actually went back and picked up a couple shots where they had him going with them instead. They were like, hey, let's do a quick reboot here, or rebound here, and, and so they, they made, it was a last minute decision. so sort of the contrast to Leela leaving uh Last uh, last time <laughs> we're talking about where they're just like ah oh, she's got to go now. Uh, Leela like, leaving was
0: essentially <laughs> uchi leaving on The Simpsons. Like I am going to stay in Calafrey right now. Dubbed over.
1: Yeah, yeah. This um uh so this is let's let's get to um this is a deeply personal story for me uh this is a so uh, i my family is scottish grants very scottish name uh and uh my side of the grant family uh fought for bonnie prince charlie uh Ooh. and uh i believe the history we have is correct um were sent as indentured servants to america
0: that's uh, how you got so here
1: that's how my that's how my side of the family got to america in the 1740s and uh uh the, 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 i've i've been to this battlefield it's a is a famous site in scotland uh, in uh outside of inverness I believe. Wait, and is that
0: uh, why you watch doctor who cuz you're still enslaved by the english yeah, and they yeah. force you to watch doctor who
1: <laughs> and oh, i have God. to promote it and i was like all right oh, i'll do a podcast i guess and they're like yeah you will <laughs> yeah uh i've been there at, if you go to culloden they have have a very Actually, a very cool museum that sketches out the whole history of the war and then the, the progress of the battle. You can go to the out on the field, and there are plaques where the different clans were. So I can actually, and actually, grants were on both sides. Uh, my grants, however, were on the losing side. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's a it's a, and it's a major moment. It's it's a all oh, it's a battle over the uh, the Stuart line to the throne of England, right? So there was a Charles was ex or, uh, yeah Charlie was Charles was exiled who's raised in France. And so they referenced the French blockade, I think here at one point, uh, because the French did sort of support the Scots, but not really <laughs> kind of a, yeah, yeah, we, we just do what you do to sing. Like mm, I don't know if that was a franchise, but anyway, <laughs> so yes. Uh, um, so that's the, the brief history here. Um, this is the, uh, on that note, this is the last pure historical story uh until you get to uh, black orchid uh in uh, the fifth doctor one that wow. was the, the mystery one they just never
0: did them in, in the 3rd and they doctor.
1: basically the, the implication is that they they formally decided to drop them after this that they they weren't the more you know people wanted to watch the um you know they wanted to watch the monsters right uh right. and so that this you know these weren't as big uh as um uh, as the sci-fi stories and so i think they kind of were like eh, it's retire these uh retire these stories mm-hmm. which you is think too bad? With, the, with the
0: new who when they bring them back they mix in monsters right
1: there's always a little sci-fi element so this is the last but this is the last and i mean you remember the remit of the show initially was to be educational so you do you know, you go back to the first doctor you get all these every once in a while there's just a pure yeah. historical story where they're just like ah we we're lost in king charles's time and we gotta go find him maybe that's why they've dropped <laughs> the energy. Uh, so yeah, so this is it. Uh, I've read some reviews that don't like this story very much and said, uh, you can see why they dropped them. I, it's kind of, it's a comedy. Like it's it, clearly yeah. a comedy. Uh, it's, I, uh, you could tell that Pat Troughton is still trying to figure out the role, right? The doctors are still sort of, if you remember power of the Daleks, which is the one, uh, his first uh, story, uh he's sort of mysterious and he's not always giving straight answers and you kind of aren't sure of this guy and he's still kind of playing that which is cool uh i love the costumes and the humor that he's giving um, i love polly uh i think polly is great in this story as well with the, with the um the she keeps calling him for finch the the british soldier who she's basically got a, a hold over and uh she called him algy and I, that's i think it's great she's very confident and uh um, and great and then yeah you get to, uh you get to, uh, the great uh, uh, Jamie Fraser Hines, who was a basically—I don't—he was very young. I think uh, when he started on Doctor, I Who. I think he, he was
0: twenty or twenty-two or something.
1: Yeah, and he was a child actor before that, so he'd been already. He was very actually experienced uh, uh, in in TV uh, work um, uh, uh, even before coming on to Doctor Who, uh, and then he and Pat and of course really hit it off, and uh, I think it's partly partly why he stayed. But yeah, this is a this is a, it's it's actually not a particularly complex story. I was. I, I've only really listened to it a couple of times uh, and uh, I found myself really enjoying it actually this time. And, uh, but then I was like, and, but I think part of me is like, cause it's hard to pay attention when it's just the audio and stuff like that. But then I was focusing on it this time and I was just like, Oh, it's not actually that complicated. It's, you know, no, and, you got and to slavery, and you gotta get them off the slip and shave slip. And yeah.
0: <laughs> in the one I listened to, they <laughs> add in narration and I yeah. think it's Pat Troughton doing it.
1: So. Uh, I know, so that Fraser Hines, but yeah, the, the narration oh. is great. Right. It makes it, uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he, well, he's not actually Scottish, so he's just playing. Oh, very interesting. He's he's um he's what's uh, called an actor. I've apparently. heard of this, and so yes. he's playing a role. It's fascinating. I it really <laughs> is amazing.
0: <laughs> well, I'll take the low Road, and you'll take the Who Road, and I'll find the themes and uh, ideas that thread through different things that we're watching and. Before <laughs> you, I'll explain them and, and then so on and so on. Mm, mm-hmm, yeah, very mm-hmm. good. That was beautiful. That was, a, that was well, a, a, I like to celebrate your proud heritage. Yeah. Uh, Is that a dirge? Is that what it's called? I don't know what those yeah, are called. I don't, I don't yeah,
1: know. maybe. Mm, uh, oh, we yes. are adherents mm-hmm. of repeating themes yes, and we, we like
0: to look at uh, some ideas that thread themselves through Doctor Who and time and space themselves. John, mm-hmm. what did you want to touch on in this? Well,
1: let's episode? talk about the spinoffs, like the facts of life. From different strokes. Call. Back. No! Yeah. <laughs> wow! How
0: did he do it?
1: You uh, magnificent bastard! It's all—it's all keeping keeping all that in my head the whole time was very difficult too. Very good. Well, I—I I don't know. I don't know that we've talked about this before. If we have, we've got updated information, so I'm sure. And no one—no one's going back to the old ones. No. Or—or or it was 70 episodes ago, and they've already forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, let's let's talk about the the spinoffs. So there are very few spinoffs in Doctor Who history. We have the Sarah Jane Adventures, uh, the uh, um, pre newish series. There was only the attempt at Canine and Company, uh, which is what the lost, uh, I believe, the lost episode of our of our humble little podcast here. We've never we've we watched, never broadcast it. We've, we watched it as a test run. Remember our pilot? We watched Canine
0: Company and then and then and we Sarah watched, Jane. We watched yeah. the
1: yeah one of the Sarah Janes. Um, that is a That is an unaired pilot episode. Uh, the network did not like it. No. <laughs> uh, they said we had no chemistry. Porter did it all in blackface too, uh, which was uh, a weird choice. (laughs) I don't know. It seemed relevant at the time. (laughs) It was a a different time. I'm just kidding, Porter. It was Uh, two years ago. And none of us have ever done blackface, just for the record, folks. Oh, for the record. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, is
0: surprising because we did grow up in Virginia in the 80s. Yeah. Right. Apparently everyone. I don't know. John and I missed a memo on
1: this. But uh, yeah, I mean, so, so um, then the newer series, we've got a couple, we have Sarah Jane, we have Torchwood, but that's kind of it. And then now we're, we're heading into a world where it's clear they're about to come. Like that, we're uh, the rumors were going to get a unit one with Kate and, uh, and I think, you know, other, other stories are going to come. And uh, Russell Davis has said like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm back in and I'm creating the Marvel universe uh, of, of spinoffs and series and all that. Kind of that's stuff. That's what he said. Him. in then. This- yeah. he's taking back the mantle now yeah so he's like he's got a whole production company and i think they're going to stand up all this stuff and I, I think even i think they may even be doing like like they're already filming like uh and editing next season like uh or maybe even two seasons like i feel like they're they're getting a bunch of doctor who in the can so that then they can focus on other stuff and you said that it's now going to be on disney plus yeah uh, internationally it'll be on disney plus bbc still at home but no i don't disney+.
0: know a lot about this but disney plus or disney i should say mm-hmm seems to make these universes
1: they're kind of interested in that i yeah, would say i feel like that yes that has to have been they might have to be even of deal. In be in some way encouraging him yes, to do that they could be asking him to do that. using what's called money <laughs> <laughs> to encourage him. so i was going to say earlier uh, but i didn't want to ruin this segment by by getting ahead of myself uh is it'll be interesting what so big finish uh is answers to cardiff which is where doctor who's produced mm. and uh you know has to sort of they they Every all the ideas and scripts will get run through there, and Cardiff has sort of a, a right of first refusal to sort of be like, yeah, you can't, don't do that. We're about to hold, do a whole series on that, uh, or you can't use this character. And so what will be interesting to see is how many, if if any of these uh, spin-off series suddenly stop production or stop being released by being finished, because wow. that will be a sign of like, oh, yeah, actually, they're going to do a unit series, or maybe they'll take the ideas and everything from that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it does, It's it's interesting that Doctor Who... So, Russie Davis has said, "Why don't doesn't Doctor Who have tons of spinoffs, yeah. Right? Why aren't we watching the Nissa Chronicles?" <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> it's like, but I don't know. And then, yeah, trying to compare this and bring us to the fact, Like, what, why, uh, you know, why, why were there used to be a lot of spinoffs on TV? I mean, Happy yeah. Days spun off everything,
0: and they were those are interesting because it's very different from the the newer kind of universe <clears throat> expanding thing, like Marvel and. Uh, star wars where yes they the different shows and movies have different feels but to some extent or maybe to a large extent but they all do feel like of a piece this is you know all the marvel ones are involving superheroes in the the spinoffs that we were referencing like facts of life and happy days and those whole different strokes universe and stuff like that <laughs> Um other than they were multi-camera sitcoms they were completely different like and the linking character between them is usually not really relevant after two episodes. And so, honestly, it felt like back then with those, and I don't know if it happened as much on Dramatic Series, though maybe some. I think it was, and you mentioned backdoor pilots. Mm-hmm. I think it was just like an easy way for them to, you. I don't know why the networks necessarily let them do this, but like they would let them put their next thing in front of it so that they yeah. could get it agreed to. <clears throat> And rather than go through the whole pitching series, yeah. and I guess the networks liked it because, again, if, if it could just get that thing off the ground,
1: right. they could get it's popular audience, right? People are going to people maybe will carry on from it. Or yeah. at least you get your first. Yeah. Um versus yeah, if you're first they had nothing is, to do with one another. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know why they approached it in that way. Morgan Mindy was a spin-off of yeah. Happy Days. Happy alien. was about Happy like, was about the 60s.
0: Families in the 50s. Yeah. And, and then, then uh, Morgan Mindy was about an
1: alien in, living in the 70s. It yeah, like. 70s and 80s in Boulder, Colorado like, <laughs> no, yeah. sense no sense. No sense. Then it was I think actually I, I was I went down a, a Wikipedia rabbit hole on this once I was reading about it it was like I think um, I think they it was it, it the the happy days episode it was a dream uh, that Mork showed up and i don't know did something with Fonzie or whatever uh, but then um, i think they when they realized it was going to be a spin-off they like re-edited it to make it sort of like oh it, it was a dream or was it and then like kind of they must by, have just done those
0: episodes and then basically they would get the nielsen for the episode and be like look people yeah, liked it
1: people want to watch this
0: you know, i would think in modern day stuff like parks and rec would have been a spinoff of the office like they would yeah. have worked that in yeah they didn't that's not how that goes but so but like I mean, yeah i, 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 like I just saw um
1: out. well so often like uh the the big franchise like ncis like csi uh miami was uh, there was the backdoor pilot was in csi right and they like oh this murderer has gone to miami <laughs> Go see what's up there, and then, it'll be, and then there's a whole another. No Those spinoffs of are a
0: little more connected, yeah. But yes,
1: uh, and then um, I just there was a uh, so I, I enjoy the Good Doctor, which is a very good uh, drama, which is about a um, of the Good uh, Wife. No, no, not quite. Uh, it's uh, uh the Good Fight is a sequel to the Good Wife, I guess. But anyway, the Good Doctor is about uh this um autistic savant, I think is the terminology doctor, a surgeon uh played by uh, Freddie Highmore and very good and uh so yes, they just had an episode called The Good Lawyer. He gets sued for medical malpractice, and his lawyer is a um uh, I think she has a, uh, OCD. uh and so it's about and and then um uh it also has uh Felicity huffman uh is in it and stuff like that. and it's funny because you know this is a show I just watch casually, so I don't pay that much attention. Uh, to the behind the scenes stuff. And so I'm just watching it's coming along my regular episode and I just start watching it and it's just like, oh, we're spending a lot of time with this lawyer person. And I was like, <laughs> oh, her boss is Felicity Huffman. And she doesn't have that much to do in this episode. I was like, that's, that's odd. And then I'm just like, oh, this is a backdoor pilot. <laughs> mm. So you can tell when it's coming. But back to Doctor Who. Yeah, why haven't they done this more? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, some, there's some argument that it might dilute the brand. So one thing that they've always been very specific about, except for the those movies, I guess, the, the two Peter Cushing movies, is they're always kind of like, there should only be one Doctor on the screen at all times. Like, so that you you don't okay. have... Because there's a lot of people who would really like a Paul McGann uh, series, The Eighth Doctor, because he only did the one series, he went to one show. Uh, other oh, one movie, and uh, uh, he's done a bunch of audios, of course. Uh, but he's still, you know, he's still pretty young, and also it's it's a, it's established that his character he lived for a long time in, 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 in his role in the time where I like has to. So it's like, oh, we could, you could do like one, and everybody kind of really wants them, but I think the showrunners are always like, oh, there's there's one doctor at a time, kind of everybody, <laughs> and they come but back so... but have a whole series.
0: Fair enough, but there's so many other side stories. Also, by the way, one doctor at a time is fine, uh, notably. Doctor Who's not on the air now for many, many months. Yes,
1: that is. Some are like do a limited series or something like that. Uh, I mean, do you? You're a Marvel person. Um, You're a Marvel. Uh, I'm a medical (laughs) Marvel. Yeah, (laughs) but there's or or the Star Wars uh, uh, spinoffs and stuff like that. Yeah. Or now, even Star Trek has a huge sort of universe. Right? Of yeah, things. they have many. I many like, many. is that? I, 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 don't know. Do you ever find it annoying? Where it's kind of, because especially because they're all now, they're all produced at the same time and they're all crossing over left, right, and center, and just just kind of like, oh now I got to watch thirty-seven TV shows <laughs> to keep up with what the hell's going well, on. Well, <laughs> again,
0: thinking back to my time as a middle schooler or high schooler, I would have been like, "This is the best thing ever! I never have to leave the house. It's amazing." <laughs> So I would have appreciated it more than I think that that all happened as I got older in a bunch of properties, not unsurprisingly me as a, you know, middle-aged man in my prime earning years, suddenly, suddenly all the media seemed to be catered toward things I used to like <laughs> when I was in high school. I think it was really excited, exciting when it first started and the series and the spinoffs were good and, and then they still are good, but now it's become like, yeah, I guess I'll get around to that when I get around to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I still haven't finished. There's a really good Star Wars series called Andor that's on Disney Plus. Yeah, we
1: watched a couple episodes and pizzled out, but it's
0: it gets
1: it it gets really good by the end. It's
0: Tony Gilroy uh, made it, mm. and um, I believe he's the guy who did Michael Clayton. But it becomes a almost like a spy movie. Yeah. By the and and it's very good, but. The, saying all that that is very good I still haven't really finished it there's two episodes I haven't watched I'm like yeah I guess I'll get to it at some point point. <laughs> and there's a few different Marvel series where I just there's just too much stuff that I, I guess it's part of the problem as being a spinoff problem I think it's a larger media not problem but just mm-hmm. a reality of I feel like you have to give yourself over to the fact both with media music whatever there's just so many things like you can't <laughs> you cannot and will not watch and or listen to all the things so yeah i think it's ultimately i'm so some people don't like that because they feel like this
1: like you said this dilutes it yeah and they want to be completed you know some of them.
0: the things aren't maybe perfect uh whereas they're thinking back to the first movie or the first couple movies that they saw and so those were just perfect and we should have just left it crystalline and by itself to me, and I would imagine you would feel the same given your obsession with Doctor Who and The Big Finish being a perfect example of it, be like, yeah, let's have more stuff. We like this stuff. Let's have more of it. It all won't be perfect. That's okay. None of it yeah. is so far. Like Doctor Who seems ripe for it because there's just, I mean, the te- the, the main line of it itself is sort of mm-hmm. overabundant and enormous yeah, that adding in spinoffs is sort of like, yeah, why not? Now, I think what would be nice is then you could use it to fine, like keep the doctor rule. And this is what Marvel has done in Star Wars to an extent too. say, like, hey, great. In these other series, we can do stuff that like we always thought were cool ideas, but we couldn't do in the main movies because it just that's not what it's about. But the world implies these other things. And now we get to see it and explore it. Um, the Mandalorian was essentially a Western in, in yeah. Star Wars and stuff like that. So yeah, I think that, it uh, provides a lot of interesting places to explore, I think. And Doctor Who is totally set up to. to yeah.
1: And, and yeah, if anything, it's easier for Doctor because it's like they've already established, even within the series itself, that you can do any genre. And so that does feel like it is the key to like you got to you it, it's it's if you just do. Here's a. So, yeah, if you, you compare. If you just did CSIs or NCISs, which is just you do the same show in a different location, I mean, that is that is yeah, what yeah. the spin-offs are, right? It's like NCIS Hawaii, and it's like it's the same composition, core composition of characters doing the same things. And hey, I'm there, I watch it. Right, uh, you <laughs> like all of them. But, but I like that, you know, that I watch that in part just for the comfort part of it, right? That's just the same, it is the same thing. But like, yeah, Doctor Who, and then you're seeing this with Star Trek, uh, and you're seeing this with uh uh with star wars and things it's like okay we can do we'll do it spin the spinoff will be in the universe but it completely it'll be a comedy it'll be uh it'll be a uh, because you got like but she hulk turning up law which is a comic yeah thing, which is pretty entertaining and
0: and by the way and some the big finish being like a good thing to mention because for marvel and to some extent well in a big way with star wars but marvel in a huge way that she hulk up, that's right out of the comics i mean like yeah. they would do that and because marvel would do the same thing with their comics be like this is yeah, a funny comic kind of genre, this is yeah. a, this whatever and so they have this huge thing to pick from and yeah i mean you have the big finish like you have all these to
1: pick from you know there's a really interesting uh so one of the the star trek spin offs is very really good is strange new worlds uh which i've, I've heard really, that's really talked good about this, yeah. and yeah I really enjoyed it but so apparently there's another the season's coming up yep. uh and apparently there's a crossover now between strange new worlds and lower decks, which is an animated. Yep. Which I've heard is very good. Star- as well. Yeah. It starts. And supposed very good, but yes, yeah, so now they've, they basically cast actors or maybe it's even the voices of these characters to play them. And they like beam on board and they're, they're obviously they're not animated. Like it's, it, it would be weird. If it was like me cat from 30 rock. just walking. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, yeah the the this interesting to bring the crash the genres together too and see what you can play with and stuff like that
0: i think that'd be cool i think there's a there's still a, like a general tone that you have to keep throughout right. because that's yeah. what, the thing is marvel can have comedies because that still fits with there is humor in the marvel movies and yeah. marvel universe i think it would be hard of a star wars comedy i'm sure it could have it but yeah. like that's there's funny moments in Star. I don't know. There's a tone thing. No Doctor Who has these yeah, elements, you can do lots but there of humor is a tone to it, right? And so, it'd have to keep that or stay within some sort of wider bounds.
1: You couldn't the- have like Doctor Who, like Fatal Attraction, <laughs>
0: right, 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 right. So, but what what you could, what I think is, I guess people would care more about this than Star Wars because Marvel's in the comic book universe, so it's yeah. like anything you can think of plot wise. You know, you can somehow tie it back together. But they, they do do stuff to tie larger plots in with the movies and stuff like right. that. Fine. The big, anyway, I guess the thing was with the comic books, that's part of what comics already like to mess with. With Star Wars, I think you might think, wow, well, what do we do? Because what happens in this movie that is implied, like, are we going to basically make it mess up, like complicate the plot line? Right. Yeah. But I think what they ended up doing is they focus on key moments. And then they kind of back out from them. Mm -hmm. So like in key moments, because it's a whole literal universe. So they're like, yes, well this one fact is known and happened in the main movies and that will be referenced and talked about in this movie. But then these people go off and have a life and it doesn't really interact with it. Like it just interacts with that one fact. and So that seems to work pretty well. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, they seem to be making money at them. Although I don't well, yes, what you hear right now is that there's a lot of pullback from that. And that the, with the streamers in general, that it's like, wow, we sunk a bunch of money into these shows and, and are, is there not going to be as much of that in future
1: years? So I don't know, um, yeah. I, but,
0: but, well, that's,
1: I mean, if you, I mean, certainly these shows are probably, they probably, it'd be, it'd be interesting to look at the numbers, right? So spinoff number one takes brings with it 80% of the audience, the spin-off number 2 f- bring then 60% of that audience like is it is it diminishing like only only certain people are going to follow them all the way down the rabbit hole well, or yeah be curious to see how Well, it I goes. think
0: the this is yeah you know,
1: probably never brings a new audience no one ever comes in for the spin-off no <laughs> it's but lucky get it but
0: remember it's a different equation so this is what they're I you know I'm sure what they're trying to figure out which is okay when you had it on TV and you were going to air the new you know the new season of Dallas for mm-hmm. 20 weeks. What you were concerned with was people tuning in and watching Dallas. That's what right. you were concerned with. Well, now what you want is you want them to come on to Disney Plus mm-hmm. and be a subscriber and stay a subscriber. Yeah. So then the problem is like you well you could come on let's say you're a huge Star Wars fan. You might just come on and then like watch all the Mandalorian and then be like, great. When they have a new one, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll join up again. Yeah. And then the stuff in between, oh, is the Doctor Who spinoff? I'm not interested in that. So, mm-hmm. like, so then it's a different programming of like you're trying to program stuff continuously because otherwise you don't really get anything for for them. And so now actually you're seeing a lot of the streamings. Basically everything's like coming back. Literally the iPhone just introduced a feature that's like when your answering machine back in the day which is like hey remember when people call your answering machine and you could just listen to see where they were and if you liked it you could pick up the phone like iphone just introduced that feature Mm -hmm. it's like that's the same thing we had the same thing the streamers are slowly turning back into cable stations like they're gonna have ads they're gonna start showing stuff more live you know because there's just an easier way to monetize the ad dollars on that they can monetize Mm -hmm. that and then the, the thought would be like everything's going to shift over to streaming. Now a lot of us may have really liked that, but it's like if they can't make money that way, it's going to yeah. shift right back to being ad supported and yeah, and so, not time well, shifted. And stuff
1: I will like say this: then I think now is the time for us to announce our spinoff, Mind Probe Babies. Yeah, uh, which is us. Uh, it's an animated series with us as a little children versions yep, of ourselves, yep. but still just doing the same podcast. So. And <laughs> that's
0: available on Mind Probe Plus. <laughs> you can get that right now. And just if you just have to email us, actually,
1: <laughs> it's on OnlyFans. It's one of the most disappointing. It's been it rated is. the most disappointing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: Woo! John. Yeah. Look, there are 300 official Doctor Who television stories, yep. as we mentioned, might be, about to be a lot more. But yep. we're going to have to differentiate uh, Doctor Who main
1: main yeah, official main, line, main yeah. range and then a spinoff.
0: Well, we've ranked 162 of them. Uh, we're going to rank a couple more. I will start. I I enjoyed both these. Hmm. They're not going to end up at the very top of my list, but I enjoyed both of them. I'm going to start with, well, I'll start with the Crimson Horror. This was, I enjoyed it, but it ended up kind of like right in the middle of the pack for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it didn't compare favorably to some of the other New Who historical ones. What was it Tooth and Claw? Was one of my favorite yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. I liked the very early one, uh, the Dickens, the Dickens one, yeah. the
1: Unquiet Dead.
0: Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> didn't compare as favorably with that, but pretty good. I have it around Good Man Goes to War, Aliens of London, World War Three, Girl in the Fireplace. I have those just above it, so I have it at eighty-four mm-hmm. uh, out of one hundred sixty-two. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right, right in the middle. Good episode, just not, you know at the top of the heap.
1: Yeah. Got it.
0: The Highlanders. I ranked higher than that. I have it pretty high for uh, a classic who I have, you know, I have some classic who high, but generally the top ones are more new who I have it ranked number 51. Wow. I just mm. really enjoyed it. And honestly, had it been, uh, visual, <laughs> that's been a visual visual <laughs> element to it, I probably would have ranked it, you know, 10, 15 higher. I mm. just, I thought it was just fun. I do really like Jamie, so it was like obviously a very Jamie-centric episode. I like the historical (laughs) ones, and yeah, Patrick Trouton was clearly just having so much fun. And you mentioned Polly was good too; like Mm -hmm. it was light, and yeah, just really enjoyable. So I have it right next, right below Night Terrors, which is completely different episode. (laughs) I interestingly ranked it right above Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. Because that was an example of one where I was like, "Yeah, I enjoyed it more than this." So yeah, fifty-one. Again, not in the top ten, but for a classic one, I really enjoyed it. So yeah, that's that's my ranks. Mm-hmm. Am well, you're I wrong? Making,
1: you're making me regret my ranking because I, I didn't. Maybe I should put Highlanders higher, but I just I couldn't. I, I didn't do it. So, Your so,
0: heritage,
1: John. I know. So I like Crimson Horror 2. Fun, funny. Not, not wildly memorable, sort of, again, that I have a complex relationship with that Victorian grotesque thing. Like, I, I, it's 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 a weird genre to me. I get it. I understand, you know, it's it's just, it is this, It's a very specific genre, and for whatever reason, it's always a little odd, odd to me. Sort of mixing that sci-fi with, uh, sci-fi horror with sort of the everyday of uh, Victoriana is kind of interesting, but also uh, it's just not quite my cup of tea. So I got it at number 68, uh, right by day that Daleks rose spearhead from space below father's day, solid, funny, Matt Smith and Clara doing great. And I, I, I like the Paternoster gang. That's probably what's bumping it up for me uh, Yeah, is that they're just fun and interesting. they're fun. Yeah. Highlanders all the way down at number one Oh seven, right around black orchid, which I guess makes, sense no, I right. mention. uh, um, maybe, and yeah, maybe I'm regretting this. Maybe it should be a little bit higher. I I, I agree a hundred percent. It's, it's funny it's 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 you can follow it it's maybe it's it's not it's a bit uh, it's a bit slow it's not the most interesting plot uh patrick troughton is is being weird uh <laughs> <he's playing laughs> in a very weird way not not the doctor you kind of expect from him um and this yeah this may be partly just unfamiliarity right I, i've only i definitely this is one i have not spent a lot of time uh re-watching or re-listening to um although i do i agree i like the audio i think the way that with the narration it uh, yeah. it's actually a really good one uh, and let's just look at it is number uh, in the in the grand old oh, Doctor yes, Who yes. magazine uh, rankings here. Uh, it John, is for those
0: of you not watching on YouTube, John has the Doctor Who magazine with magazine. the
1: rankings of the second Doctor episodes. Uh, yeah, I mean, people, it's amazing. The things I get access to. Wow, through my probe connections. <laughs> wow, i I it, what I can do is I can send money to these people, and what? they will send me a copy of this this hot this little baby right here, come wow. straight to my home. Yes, <laughs> but nobody but nobody can do that. Uh, the Highlander is not uh, hugely popular. sitting at number <laughs> sixteen out of twenty one. So towards the bottom, right. again, I think probably, Suffering a little bit from not being visual, I think you know a little bit of reputation-wise. Again, it's maybe it's. I like Trouton's performance. It's not Trout, but it's not the Trouton that we're used to, right? It's a very different Pat Trouton. But in a in a
0: what's what's one of the top? Where's Power of the Daleks? Number three. So War
1: Games, Tomb of the Siren, Power of the Daleks. uh, Web of Fear is number five. So yeah, those are those are, and I mean you know those are. You got, you know, Pat Trouton is the big monster fests, right? He's got the big, big episodes with monsters and all that kind of stuff. And so here's, you know, the ones that don't have huge amounts of monsters kind of languish here. But uh, I mean, if anything, actually, this makes it, it's, it's, this is unique in the Trouton era. I mean, it's the only historical, it's the only time uh, we see him in this. No, I have a question. Gig. Yeah. Where is
0: Web of Fear on there? Number five. Okay. So I'm vindicated. Yeah. Oh, I have it ranked right.
1: highly. know? Yeah?
0: You. You know, middling, you just middling, called me a fool. All right, I, I plugged in our rankings of the Crimson Horror and the Highlanders yeah. into the supercomputer, mm-hmm. and we have a new, new development, which is this has never happened. Oh, oh, they ended up ranked right next to each other, mm-hmm. number 79 and 80. Crimson Horror 79, Highlanders 80. Wow. Uh, we had some pretty different right. rankings for the two of them. That's where it ended up. So, I mean, you know, numbers, guys. This just happens every math. time. Mass incredible.
1: I don't, I don't We have it of The it.
0: Second Doctor. Actually, let me just clear that and see. We have it middle of the pack for The yeah. Second Doctor. And we have done... Hmm. Uh, Eleven. How many are there total? Seventeen. Twenty-one. So oh, we have 10,
1: ten more to go. Uh, we, we got another one coming out, coming, coming in hot. So in hot. Uh, we are, we are, we are, we are troutening.
0: Where's Mind Robber? It's Mind Robber near the bottom.
1: Mind Robber is number eight it's come up it's up a little bit but it's the wow, so we're gonna... just awful. we have that like almost in the last <laughs> of everything <laughs>
0: well look you can go to mindprobe.show and you can Do see it. our rankings you Do can also it. see our episode order if you want to watch along with us um as you listen to the episodes you can get first of all we kind of never mentioned this you can get all the old episodes <laughs> yeah. um you can you can get those now you can get the audio for all the old episodes for about the last 10 15. We also yep. have them on YouTube. You can follow mm-hmm. us there. We'd love for you to uh subscribe and uh like us on YouTube, helps the Do algorithm it. there. Do it. You can go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe there, then you'll be getting the podcast uh every couple weeks when it comes out. And just on Monday. In, uh,
1: in all of the interfaces, just click things, just any just, just click anything. there, just click just, anything Thumb, arrows up, thumbs up, yeah. pluses, hearts, just click, click until your little heart's right. until your little finger falls off. Just any sort that. of like
0: positive iconography that yeah. seems yeah. to you know
1: study you know what i would do before you go
0: on the website study symbology <laughs> really take a look through you know
1: like mm-hmm. you know hieroglyphics mm-hmm. and just try
0: to get a sense of
1: Different colors metaphors You'd yeah just get, get comfortable with what you're going to be experiencing actually does it matter actually even if you hate it, actually if just it's just interact with it in any way is all that really matters um, Generally, yeah, <laughs> yes if if there are uh, if youtube puts an ad in front of us which i assume it will do buy whatever they tell buy you it. to do buy, buy whatever it is
0: i don't care if it's like a trip to france if it's viagra <laughs> if it's uh, we you know. fully
1: endorse whatever product is put in front of this thing we will we are a hundred percent behind it it will make your life better or it will make your enemy's life worse whatever it's selling life insurance (laughs) Hemp
0: oil, Donald Trump, just whatever it
1: is, just go for it. All
0: right, Mm. so. You can see all that on mindprobe.show. <laughs> <And put, laughs> you don't see all that, but <laughs> put
1: discount code mindprobe in. Just put it, that it in. It won't work. But it won't work. That <laughs> might signal of, to someone that you thought it would It might work. start
0: a groundswell of like <laughs> yeah. people in the direct marketing departments at those places being like, hey, we should maybe turn on this
1: code. Yeah, if people seem be, interested in talk it. Talk to mindprobe people. They will, they will sell their souls. <sighs> uh, you can also see notes from
0: old episodes. Uh, you can see the rankings, but please yeah, do, right. do go on there and subscribe. And if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at porter mm-hmm. at mindprobe show john at my prep show mm. reach out send us an email let mm. us know how you're doing uh, do you John. Like what it? do we have in store for next episode
1: all right uh next episode um when was the last time we did this um uh did you miss the cybermen have you missed the cybermen folks i like the cybermen well, yeah I missed them. then you're gonna love this next episode because okay. they're coming in the cybermen are here uh, the doctor Clara and apparently Clara's uh, wards or whatever the heck they're there uh, maybe
0: boy maybe she's in... <laughs> the dad's interested in her as we yeah, remember. It
1: always seems to be the case. I mean, if Clara were wandering around your place and you're a red blooded heterosexual male, you'd probably be interested in her too. Yeah, fair enough. But anyway, they're off into space to uh, to meet the Cybermen. I mean, that's not the reason they're going. It's just it's <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> the doctor's like, all right, here meet the Cybermen. Yeah, you want to travel with me some more? In Nightmare in Silver, Ooh. which is, uh, uh, I should say, this is the return of Neil Gaiman to the old Doctor hey. Writing fold, um, right around the time but we're as good omens too. I just saw a trailer drop, so we're gonna see some more Neil Gaiman here soon in the real world, in the real world as well as in the fake world. <laughs> Uh, and then we've paired that with The Wheel in Space, which is a, another second Doctor story. And we just met Jamie. Now we're going to meet Zoe. Uh, Zoe, for the first time, uh, is going to appear in The Wheel of Space. This one, interesting um, little tidbit here. This is uh, on. This is a, 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 a missing story. Uh, uh-huh. But the audio, along with the telesnaps, is all on uh, BritBox. And it's only, only available on BritBox. I don't have this on DVD. I have to go to... Br- it was like a special thing. Like a slob. Like, yeah, it was like a special thing about... Now people are going to be like, you know, you can just buy it on Amazon. And I'm going to check that. But uh, I think <laughs> you have to watch it on BritBox. as a BritBox exclusive. It was why people... Because when BritBox first got launched, it was just like Doctor Who and Are You Being Served. So they had to really push <laughs> people into it. Uh, so yes, the the wheel in space. Well, that is very exciting, John. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: We We love to hear... You know, I'm a BritBug subscriber, and I like to hear that you're down there in the muck with
1: me. I love it. I love it. Now, I, just, By the way, I just have the the Mind Probe Babies theme song going in my head. Mind Probe Babies. babies, babies. Our dreams. So
0: who is Nanny in this?
1: In this? It's Mrs. Probe. Um oh, Mrs. We just, Probe. See, yeah. we just see her socks uh, <laughs> once in a while in the background.
0: Not sure. She guest-starred in an episode. She'd, she'd probably like to do it again at some point.
1: Ooh. Ooh. We'll have yeah, to pick one. Well, we'll see if we're available.
0: Mindprobe.show.
1: Mm-hmm.